Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. And welcome to the Average Joe Show. We are up to episode 11 on this kind of cool Halloween night here. I'm your host, Corey Shrett, and joining me again tonight is the producer, cameraman, and soon-to-be front star on the restaurantfoodfast.com show, Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, how's it going tonight? Oh, not bad, not bad at all. I, I don't want to. I, I I want to correct a little something. I don't want to say the star because I never want to be the star of the show. I'm basically the uh, fodder, so I, I'm the comic relief for uh, people to laugh at while they're getting uh, good instruction on how to cook. Basically, you're going to be the average Joe guy there, just asking questions and learning. Exactly. Great. So, well, that that'll be coming out Sunday. Is that when you plan this episode to come out? Yeah, the the last week's episode should come out uh, ten o'clock Sunday morning. Okay, so make sure it should you be to, posted. So make sure you go to restaurantfoodfast.com for that. We got a lot of stories tonight. We got a little bit of actually, I don't think we have any politics, but we obviously have a little bit of computers here, a little bit of celebrities, a little bit of music, a little bit of everything. Uh, first story tonight is my story. Joaquin Phoenix states on the show Extra, Extra, Extra that he is in an exclusive interview with them doing one last performance, I guess, in a movie as an actor, and he won't be doing films anymore. He's going to be concentrating on, like it seems like most celebrities do, on his music. Mm-hmm. Uh, who cares? Here's the thing. I, here's my way of thinking. A lot of these uh, you know, superstars, and, and, and this isn't the first time it's happened, Mm -hmm. There's been plenty. I mean, how many final tours has Barbara Streisand had? Or The Who? Or, you know, Christ, half of The Who's dead. Right. But they're they're still, we'll do one final tour. I seen their first final tour in 1982. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing final tours ever since. Um, It's a thing where I think that these people have a need to be in the public eye. And so it's like, okay, well, I really don't got nothing going on, so I quit. I'm done. I'm out. Don't call me no more. And they go, oh, well, okay. You know, so he's he's get it, it's he's getting his moment in the sun again, and then he's gonna, you know, he'll go away for four or five years, you know, while he's working on his music, which, okay, makes no sense. I mean, he he was decent in Johnny Cash's movie "Walk the Line" uh-huh. as Johnny Cash. He he was very good in it. Uh-huh. Okay, but we'll leave that at that. You know, he's not Johnny Cash. No, he's not. And that type of music, I mean, was great with Johnny Cash. But Johnny Cash was a once in a lifetime thing, right? You know, and and Joaquin Phoenix was great at impersonating Johnny Cash. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's like that thing. Sir, I know Bob, Robert Kennedy and you're no Robert Kennedy. Right. And, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, well, 
the only reason Joaquin Phoenix is an actor is because he has a dead brother. I don't. I, I mean, that's the only thing that's keeping him going. You know, I've seen a few of his films. I'm not impressed with his acting. Uh, he's not really a good actor. He's he's not a good looking guy. And uh, from what I've heard in the real world, he's a real asshole. Well, that's very possible. Too. He lo- he looks like an asshole. He definitely has that potential. I think so. So he's quitting acting. You know, I don't really give a shit. So what? He doesn't get an Academy Award. Uh, so we're going to go from Joaquin Phoenix quitting acting to something that doesn't seem to quit at all on the internet. It looks like it's going to be Gmail. Yeah. Uh, anybody out there that listens to us that doesn't have a Gmail account, go get one. Um, it gives you a ton of storage. You never have to delete an email. You can have... What's it up to now? Seven gig? Yeah. Seven, seven gig of storage is ridiculous for free. You know, um, now I'm not saying to use this for a business because, you know, you, especially a, uh, now something like the average Joe show, Corey and I both have Gmail accounts. Uh-huh. That's really not a security concern. So somebody's going to, hack our email and find out that we're uh, what this week's show notes are. But that's not a big deal. Uh, I wouldn't do this if I was doing this for a hospital or something that required strict um, security concerns. Right. But other than that, I mean, Gmail's great. I mean, and there's a ton of them, you know, Yahoo, uh, Hotmail, uh, you know, on and on and on. But the, the Gmail has the best interface that I've worked with. It works not only on any machine that has a browser. You know, my mail client for my uh, Mac attaches to it. My iPhone attaches to it. I can get my Gmail from wherever. And it and there's actually proof now that it doesn't go down. You know, they went down, let's see. 10 to 15 minutes per month downtime over the last year. Yeah. That's nothing. nothing. That's nothing. No. And you know and what? Are, they're, just re- they're just simple patch reboots. Oh, I probably re- Or maybe just one of the servers went offline or they had to switch servers or something like that. 10, 15 minutes a month is nothing. I've had – at my job that I work at, we, we use the uh, Exchange server. We've been down two, three hours sometimes. So 10, 15 minutes over a month, which could be in the middle of the night for some of us, not a big deal. No, I mean, and to be honest with you, I've never, uh, and I mean, I got in on the uh, Gmail early on when it was still in beta, uh-huh. and they gave, you know, they were only given a gig of of space. Right. You know, only a gig. A gig of email space is a ton of space, but. I'm, I'm looking, speaking of which, I'm looking at my uh, Gmail now. They give us a, a little over seven and a quarter gig as of today. I'm currently using 380 meg. That's 5%. Yeah, that's nothing. And, and that of that five percent, you probably got a, a thousand emails. Yeah, you know, and that's what's beautiful about it. You know, and like I said, I've been a member since it came online. Uh-huh. You know, I had I knew people that were uh, connected, and as soon as the invites came out, I got one. Right. And I mean, I've been in since it was invite only. Uh-huh. And Gmail. Uh, in the entire time I've had it, which is what? It's almost five years now. Something like that. I can't ever remember it being that uh-huh. in five years. 
Now, and you're right. It may go down in the middle of the night, and they still have to report on it. Uh-huh. But I cannot remember a time when I could not get to Gmail, uh-huh. where it came back and said no. So, if you're not basically, if you're not using Gmail for one of your email accounts, or even a backup of your, you know, primary email account, like you might have one through like Verizon or AT and T. I don't know what you guys are are doing. I don't know what you're doing online. Get off your MySpace. Go get a Gmail account. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, use it as a bogus account. Mm -hmm. I mean, I use my uh, Hotmail account for that. So you get to a website that requires an email address for you to sign up to read a white paper or whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Give them that address. Because, you know, create something that you're never going to use. Let them go to that, you know, let, let them send all the garbage to that. And then you have your, uh, you know, like my Gmail, I have nothing in it. I mean, I don't get spam in my Gmail. So they got the best, they got the best spam filters too. They got ridiculous spam filters. They're the best. But I don't give that address out for anything. Right. I mean, that is specifically for a certain, you know, certain cause. And I, and I do have i mean i have a yahoo account and i have a hotmail account and i have uh more more email accounts than i would care to mention but i have them all for different reasons uh-huh. so just uh, you, you got to get a gmail account if you're just going to yeah. use it for storage if you're going to use it for spam if you're going to use it just for backup get a gmail account I know uh, today I was looking at my – as a matter of fact, talk about email my email account. I got a lot of emails today. I guess uh, Halloween gift came out today from uh, the musician that a lot of people like, Bruce Springsteen. The Boss. Yep. Yeah, The Boss gave away a free song um, on, his, uh, on his website. Uh, we'll have, we have a link in the show notes. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, he said you know, if you grew up in Philadelphia – you know, he, he's the Jersey Devil, is what he's calling himself. And uh, so he released a song called an, uh, A Night with the Jersey Devil. And it's pretty decent. I mean, it's typical Springsteen. He, uh, he talks a song better than anybody. Right. You know, I mean, if you're a Spring... I mean, there's, there's two kind of people. There's, there's Springfield... Uh, excuse me, Springfield... <laughs> Let me try Spring, this again. Springsteen. Springsteen! Fans. And there's not. Right. There's usually not a middle ground. You you don't really hear people going, yeah, I kind of like Springsteen. You either uh-huh. do or you don't. There's right. usually not a middle ground. And I, I'm, I consider myself a pretty big Springsteen fan. I mean, I'm not the, you know, I'm going to travel around the country following him to, to see every concert. But I, I will check out Springsteen, especially his newer stuff. I, I really like the old stuff. You know, Born to Run and you know Thunder Road and that kind of stuff. Right. The newer, the newer stuff's not as uh, as soulful, I guess. Not as home homegrown. I I I I get a feel of. Yeah, like the uh, af- everything after Hungry Heart mm-hmm. to me seemed very uh, commercial. Mm-hmm. The Hungry Heart album was pretty much his last album where he was doing it for the love of doing the songs, uh-huh. you know, because then when you got born in the USA, that was 100% pop crap, uh-huh. you know, as far as I'm concerned. I, I, and I'm sure we'll get emails about that telling me that I was wrong and <laughs> yabba, yabba, yabba. And, and I'm okay with that. You know, uh, Corey and I were talking before the, sh- before the show. 
I am willing to debate any position that I take. Right. If somebody out there doesn't like something I say, tell me why. Tell me why I'm wrong and defend your position, and, and I will be more than happy to to, uh, to discuss it with you. Well, right. I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I went I, earlier today. I did go to the Bruce Springsteen website, which of course the links in AverageJoeShow.com website. And watch the video for the uh, a night with the Jersey Devil, and man, is it just me or does he look like he got old quick? Yeah, well, the thing is too. If you now, if you remember, Springsteen's been around for quite a while, but since the early seventies, about thirty, Very early, 30 yeah, thirty-five years, if not more. Yeah, it's thirty-five years on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, traveling that takes a toll on you. you know oh yeah, I mean? <laughs> look at Keith Richards. <laughs> Yeah, but I think there were a little bit of drugs involved with that. He looked like hell back in the 60s. No, Keith Richards. Keith Richards is is awesome. Keith Richards from the Stones. Yes, Keith Richards from the Stones is proof that you can do a whole bunch of drugs, and as long as you get a transfusion once a year, you'll be okay. Okay, case in point. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, if if you guys want to check it out, go check out the website. There's a video there. Also, Bruce put a free audio download of the song, too. Welcome to the 21st century. Speaking of music and online, ACDC released their new album last week, Black Ice. I don't know. Have you heard, any, have you heard the single at all on that? I've heard. I, in fact, I went to uh, Walmart. They teamed with Walmart for the release, yeah. and I bought it. Yeah, uh, that's the only place you can get it is Walmart, supposedly. Yeah, Walmart uh, and their website, and there was one other place I can't remember. But you cannot get it on iTunes. You cannot get it online. Correct. But and the funny thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I had heard a couple tracks from it on. Um, uh, I don't know if you're a fan of um, Criminal Minds. Uh, I haven't watched it on and off. Okay. Well, okay. well they, apparently they made some kind of a deal with ACDC. And the last couple episodes uh-huh. featured an ACDC song. Hmm. And so I had heard a couple, you know, how you hear pieces, bits and pieces. Right. And I'd heard a couple bits and pieces from the, uh, from Criminal Minds. So I went out and I bought it. And, uh-huh. you know, it's 11 bucks or whatever. Uh-huh. It is phenomenal. I mean, if you're an ACDC fan, uh, which I've been, and the difference goes back to ACDC never sold out. No. You know, they've always been. Even when they were commercial, even when they became a commercial hit with uh, You Shook Me All Night Long, they never stayed with that sound. Yeah, well, Shook Me All Night Long was on Back in Black, mm-hmm. and that came back. And, and Well, see, Back in Black came out in what? Uh, 1980. 80, okay. But then, uh, what's his name? Uh, fiction writer. Um, Stephen King? Yes, Stephen King did Maximum Overdrive. Right, the the Who Made Who album is the like greatest hits. Yeah, and they used Shook Me All Night Long on that movie. Uh-huh. And that movie's claim to fame was that it was the loudest soundtrack ever. I've heard that. That's what that was his goal. He went in and said, "Okay, I want a loud band," which makes no sense because the Who have the record for the loudest rock band. But he took ACDC, which was a good call because ACDC rocks. Right. Uh, you know, and I don't want to turn this into you know one of these flashback things where oh god, I'm a Kiss fan, Kiss rocks. Let's talk about you know. <laughs> Quahog, Quahog, Rhode Island, Kiss rocks, man. All right. Uh, Sorry. 
little family oh, guy going on. <laughs> okay, so so you know what I speak, right? I know you. Um, but yeah, it, the the whole album uh, for ACDC's uh, uh, Black Ice rocks. Well, well, the funny thing with the Black Ice album is, like I said, they're not selling it on on YouTube. They're not selling it on iTunes. They're doing the whole actual um, brick and mortar way of doing it. And the album actually was number one this week. It sold three quarters of a million copies, give or take, from the numbers I've seen. But the funny thing is, even though they're not going, you know, 21st century, let's sell everything digital, they released a video for the Black Ice, the title track, as ASCII art within a micro Microsoft Excel file. Now, did... I saw that, but I didn't know. Did ACDC do that, or was that a uh, fanboy thing? No, no, no. That's an ACDC thing. You can get that on the ACDC website. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, we got the link in uh, AverageJoeShow.com. Just check it out. You can even download the video and watch it in Excel. So it's kind of a way to get the file spread out through offices because you know some places you can't watch YouTube videos or things like that. They won't block an Excel file. Yeah. I think I think it's interesting that the a band that's trying to stay retro with you know releasing you know plastic CDs and not going digital is releasing an ASCII art video. I think that's just uh, blows my mind. You know, th- at the same time, I I think that it goes back to marketing and I don't know how much input the band actually has. I think that that more or less comes from um the uh, record label because uh, Sony has it. You know, it's a Sony album, and I'm sure that that's why you can't get it digital because it's a Sony thing, and it's probably very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know if it's Sony thumbing their nose at iTunes and. Well, the digital marketplace. They don't want any MP3s and et cetera, et cetera. So it, it could be like that. But at the same time, when you're talking about they're going brick and mortar, they're brick and mortar with Walmart. Yeah, but Walmart is the second largest seller of music. Online. Uh, I think it's – I thought it was completely. I thought it was even brick and mortar. I thought I Apple outsold them. I don't. I don't know. But but you, but it shows you two things. One, Walmart is still very powerful as a, a music distributor, and two, ACDC is still as popular as they were 30, 30 35 years ago. Absolutely. Uh, the, the the they still have the same you know sound of ACDC. You know you you can't miss Angus Young cranking the guitar, and nope. you know if, and if you watch the video, he's still in the schoolboy outfit, and he puts on. Have you ever been to an ACDC concert? I, I'm unfortunately no, I have not. I'll tell you what: if you get a chance and they're, you know, they come anywhere near you, go. It's worth the money. Uh, Angus. Uh, now I seen them a few years ago uh, when they did Thunderstruck, uh-huh. and Angus Young has to eat speed by the ball. It, there's, I've never seen anyone move constantly. Well, and you know, for the whole show, well, the whole show starts, he's playing guitar. You can hear the guitar, and uh-huh. you're, you're looking at the stage, and you don't see him. Uh-huh. And it's like, what the hell? And you're looking, and look, and you hear him, just, and, it's, and it's like it's getting louder and louder. And you're like, where, what, where's he at? And they start shooting spotlights all around. He's up in the catwalk. Oh, damn. Marching like Angus. 
through the catwalks of the lights. And I'm like, this guy's a maniac. He's going to die. Playing the guitar, go doing that whole head thing. Uh-huh. Doing the, He was Angus. From the time the concert started until the concert was over, he did not stop moving. Well, I've, I've also heard that he he is like a chain-smoking motherfucker. And when he's on stage, that's the way he gets his nick fit. You know, That's the way he expresses himself. He can't smoke on stage, so he just rocks out on the guitar. Yeah, well, if that's the case... He, he he's the best. I, I mean, and I've been back. Well, back in, in the day, I went and seen guitars. I am a guitar f- freak mm-hmm. as far as that goes. I don't play guitar, right? But I like a good guitarist, and you know, I've seen pretty much all the big ones. I've seen Clapton. I've seen Angus. I've seen uh, Nugent. You know, and I've seen Jimmy Page. I've seen you know, and of all of them. Uh, they all have their place, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas Page, if I wanted to listen to somebody just tear up the blues, Jimmy mm-hmm. Page or Eric Clapton are the best. Uh, but if I want to hear somebody just kick ass rock and roll, it's gonna be Angus, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know what it is. He's got this feel. And you can't say, well, it's it's pure rock because it's not. There's there's a heavy blues influence, but it it doesn't have the blues influence of a Page or a Hendrix. It has more of a rock ability, rock harder rock mm-hmm. blues of maybe the Beatles, you know. Right. But the, he puts on a great show, and if like I said, if you get a chance, go see them, and uh, I, I can guarantee you'll enjoy the show. Great. Okay, we're still. It looks like we got a lot of music stories today. We got one more now, and obviously, we like to talk about sex on this show, or I like to talk about sex on this show. But we Corey have a, is dedicated to sex, and I just i I help him out by finding sex stories. So, so Ward actually found a sex story this week, and it deals with the singer Madonna. You know, <laughs> it, it it's funny that. You know, she was married to Guy Ritchie for, what, seven or eight years? I was impressed it lasted that long. Yeah, well, of course it would last that long because she had the poor guy sign a contract based on, I mean, her. he laid out his whole, basically, life. Uh-huh. You know, he had to devote, you know, ex, or what was it, se- several hours a week to reading Kabbalah, which is that voodoo religion that Madonna believes in. Uh-huh. Um. She had he had to set aside how many times they were going to have sex, mm-hmm. how many times that you know he had to look her in the eye and say, "I understand that my actions have upset you. Please work with me to resolve this." And they, this was part of the marriage rules. Mm-hmm. And they said that the marriage rules said that both parties must devote time to our sexual expressiveness and not use sex as a stick. To beat one another. Now, this is, I don't know if this is like a prenup or. I don't, know, some, I'd want to say it was because Madonna's got a few bucks in the bank, a lot more than he does. Yeah. And, you know, I, th- I think that they just wanted this thing to go away. Uh-huh. And now here's the thing she says, okay, we're done. He's gonna get. She's gonna give him sixty million. I think is what it is, uh-huh. and a couple different properties. 
and he and she's gonna go nail a uh, a rod. But you know, I guess that that's why this stuff's starting to come out in the press because he needs he's become a press whore now too. Like we were talking about earlier with Joaquin Phoenix, he needs he's gonna need to get his fix of his name in the press. Uh-huh. So you're gonna hear stories like this where he releases, you know, okay, yeah, she gotta had me sign this, you know, sex contract. Right. And then, and then in about six months when you start to forget about him, he's gonna say, Oh, and she did this and she had me, you know, dress up like, you know, a, a Volkswagen and you know, or whatever, you know, just something odd. And you're just going to keep hearing this over and over. And it'll be a mantra for about two years. And then you're going to finally get to the point you go, I really don't care about Madonna, much less Guy Ritchie. No. You know, so I think that it, this is the beginning of the end for the group. It, it's no surprise she made him sign a contract. I think she's a freak anyway. He signed it so he he signed it because he he probably was quote unquote in love with her then he figured that he could become a bigger star because he makes a lot of movies he's got a movie coming out I believe it comes out Friday or it came yes. out Friday because this is Sunday it came isn't out that, Friday isn't don't you find that interesting I think it is I I know it's like a publicity stunt you know let's talk about the the sex contract oh I've got a movie coming out why don't you go watch it I, and you know what the pisser is I can't even think what the movie is now me either. Um, Oh my god, what the hell? I'm trying to think what it was. Oh, Rock and Roller. Rock and Roller. That's it. Yeah, I saw the uh the 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 thing for that and it what's funny is they don't have a person, you know, there's not a major star in it that I know. Right. Right. But they're they're billing it as a movie by Guy Ritchie. Mhm. Now, there are in my opinion only a few directors who can do that and and get away with it. Uh-huh. You know, Scorsese, uh-huh. uh, Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's not a whole lot that could say, okay, I'm a strong enough director, you know, Coppola, uh-huh. Spielberg, right. you know, um, Lucas. Those guys can come out and say, okay, yeah, I got a new movie. And Luke, you know, especially like, a, a, you know, Lucas comes out and goes, I got a new, a new movie. The special effects are going to be fucking outrageous. Right. You know, I don't have a star in there, nobody that you're going to know, but you need to come check out my movie because I make kick-ass special effects movies. Okay, well, I'll buy that. Kevin Smith is probably one of the funniest dudes out. Uh-huh. And when Kevin Smith, you know, this this new movie of his, Zach and Mary make a porno. Uh-huh. Have you seen? Have you seen the promos? The promos I, for that? Oh, I, oh, yeah, hundreds of times. Okay, the don't. Watch the one on TV. No, the one that they don't even say the word porno in. Yeah, the go to the website. Get the the red was the red band trailer. Is the that the red they, band trailer? Is yeah, the funniest. I'll, ha- I'll have to do that after the show. Well, what's really good is they filmed that in Pittsburgh. Oh shit! And and, uh, and there's parts of it that were filmed less than a quarter mile from my house, and we drove through one night. And they had the the one the it, it's a main artery, uh-huh. and they had the uh, the street blocked off as we're going down, and one of the cops were was a friend of mine. I says, "Hey, you know what's going on here?" He says, ah, "Some directors here and they're making a porno," <laughs> and I'm like, "You're blocking off the street for this?" 
He's like, yeah, I don't know. He said, you know, they're paying us overtime, so I'll do it. Like, all right, whatever. And then I find out later that it was Kevin Smith. Right. And the cool part was he, uh, he, he brought his daughter with him. Right. And I don't know if I talked to you about this or if I talked about it on the show, but his, my brother works at the school that his, that his daughter was going to. Hmm. And he said that Kevin Smith would come in, you know, to drop his daughter off and he got involved in, you know, in a lot of the school stuff. Right. You know, that, he, that he was a cool dude, you know, cool dad. You know, they were like, okay, we're having a PTA thing for this. That he got, in, he was very involved in that. But he said he is, you know, you see him walking around. He's Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. He has the trench coat, the tennis shoes on, the shorts, <laughs> and he smokes like a chimney. He says, you know, when you see him be Silent Bob on TV, right? He's Silent Bob. Cool. He says, except he swears like a sailor. <laughs> yeah. If, if uh, speaking of side, side note, that uh, if you guys ever go check out Smodcast, S M O D C A S T, Kevin, that's a Kevin Smith podcast that he does. He's supposed to do like every week, but he doesn't. Him and his uh, buddy Scott Moser, Moser, uh, they just sit down and bullshit for like an hour, and he talks about stuff like that. It's yeah, uh, I'll put the I'll put the link in the show notes. Smodcast, S M O D C A S T. It's some hilarious shit. You got you got to you got to listen to that stuff. And I think I think his website is Silent Bob Speaks. Yeah, he has Silent Bob Speaks. He has a ton of websites. Yeah. But we're we're digressing here because we have one more story, and of course it's my story. And that's right, boys and girls, it's a sex story. Of course it is. <laughs> of course, yeah. We always have to end up on sex. Well, at least a sex story. Uh, a, a there's a new study out that shows that overweight women actually have more heterosexual sex than women that are of quote unquote normal weight. Uh, it was a survey that I taken from a 2002 survey that found out that 92% of overweight women reported to have a history of sexual intercourse with a man as composed to 87% of women with normal body mass index. Does, does that really shock you? No, not at all. I, th- I, I, I was looking at it like, so, so bigger women have more sex. You know why? Because men are going to prey on the bigger women because they know they're going to get some. Well, yeah, there's that and the fact that they're going to tend to be easier. Oh, hell yeah. Because, you know, you got you got the, the chick that looks like Jennifer, you know, Jessica Alba mm-hmm. that, that it, you know, can pick and choose. You're a little heavy. You're not going to be able to pick and choose. It's like, hey, you want it? Come get it. The, the thing so, though, so they tend to have it more. Well, the thing, though, is I was reading this uh, this report, which is on AverageJoeShow.com. Uh, and it says overweight women. What's overweight? Ten pounds? 110 pounds. I mean, you know, what do you consider overweight? Do they have to look like a, a fat fuck that you know can eat the buffet at Golden Corral, or are we talking just a few pounds here and there extra? Well, you know, I've come to find out that a lot of places that you know that say whether somebody's overweight or not, or obese or whatever, mm-hmm. they're um, they don't take a lot of things into account. You know, um, and, and when I was in the military, you, as you were, mm-hmm. there's a weight limit. Everybody knows that. And right. based based on your height is what your weight limit is. So I was six foot and a six foot and a quarter inches. Mm-hmm. So my weight was two hundred and two pounds. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So I go to get weighed in, and I weighed in at 210. So they're like, okay, well, we're going to put you on the program. And anybody who's been in the military knows it as the Chunky Chicken program. Uh-huh. So uh, I... I contested it. I said, look, I'm, you know, most of the people that are here that are six foot aren't built like me. Right. You know, I have a set of shoulders that is ridiculous. I was a carpenter in the air force. So Uh I carried lumber for a living. My arms were ridiculous. So I said, yeah, I want a pinch test and a tape test. Uh And then they did it. And then because of my size and how, you know, what my uh, there's a word for that and I can't remember what it is now for the for the actually the bicep test where they measure your bicep relaxed and they measure it flexed and then there's some formula that they run it against and according to all their tests my weight limit at that point was 225 pounds huh. so I'm like well I'm well below my limit I'm out <laughs> <laughs> and the squadron commander wasn't real happy with that so because she was very tall, very skinny, and she didn't like enlisted people. Right. Because she was enlisted at one time, and she, you know, worked her way up into being an officer. Uh. And, and you know how that goes, because then none of the enlisted people like her because she's an officer, and none of the officers like her because she was enlisted. Right. So, <laughs> so she took it out on everybody. She just hated us all. Interesting. So, in a nutshell, fat women get laid more often than skinny women. So, if you're at the bars trolling one night, look for one of those extra large girls to take home with you. Don't let the beer goggles fool you, though. <laughs> They're still fat. <laughs> they, <laughs> you, you touch them. It doesn't matter what they look like. You touch them, you can tell they're fat. Okay, let, let, let's, end, let's end the show this weekend. Obviously, uh, in the United States on Tuesday, we are having a big election day. So I asked Ward to come up with his prediction of who's going to win and how many electoral votes they're going to get. And we're going to make this short and sweet. <laughs> I'm going to give him a minute to state his piece because we don't want to have a, a two-hour discussion on Obama anymore. Okay, we're gonna, you're going to put me on the clock? I'm going to put you on the clock. Okay, Ward, you have one minute starting now. All right. I, I've done some uh, – they have a, a thing on Yahoo uh, – they call it the Election 08 Political Dashboard. You can Google Yahoo or go on Yahoo and search for it. Uh, it's a pretty cool. It's an interactive map that lets you kind of pick and choose, you know, what states you think each candidate's going to win and blah, 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 blah. Now, in the U.S., you need 270 electoral votes to win. My prediction is McCain wins... 300 to 238. And I think that, and that's, it can potentially go higher because there's a couple states that I think may end up swinging for um, McCain that they're not expecting. Very similar to, I I don't know how old you are, Corey, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show you how old I am. Uh, when Reagan ran in 80 and he beat Jimmy Carter, uh, he p- pretty much ran the table. Right. And two weeks prior to that election, Reagan was down by 10 points. It was, pre- it, you know, 
all the all the political naysayers said there's no way Reagan wins. It's going to be Jamie Carter. Uh-huh. Two weeks before he's dying ten points, he won. I wish I could find it. He won almost every state. Yeah, he only. I think he lost like uh, probably Georgia because Carter was from Georgia, and probably I think D.C. or something like that. Yeah. Whatever he lost was minimal. He lost like two or three states. Yeah, I, and you know they called them the the Reagan Democrats. Uh-huh. I think you're going to end up seeing some McCain Democrats come out. Um, uh, like we also were talking about prior to, I think that a lot of times that Republicans tend not to talk to pollsters. So I don't take the polls into consideration as much. I, I don't, you know, when you're talking about a, you know, a polling sample of a thousand people in the state of Pennsylvania, that's nothing. No. You know, that that's not even a neighborhood in Pittsburgh. No. Okay, so your prediction is three hundred to two thirty eight for the Republicans. Yes. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna swing it the other way. I'm gonna say it's gonna be three thirty seven for the Democrats to two oh one for the Republicans just because it seems like there are a lot of there are a lot of people out there that say we don't want Bush in the office for another four years. He's not Bush. I know he's not Bush, but you get your average person who thinks the Republicans screwed everything up, are against the war. They want the world to be a better place. The economy has gone to crap, and it's all Bush's fault, and the Democrats are going to be the golden children to save us all. So I'm going to go 337 to 201 for the Democrats, and you're going to go 300 to 238 for the Republicans. I might not agree with what I'm saying. I might – I'm not agree. I might not vote with what I'm saying, but I think the Democrats are going to win it. And I gave you like three minutes, and I'm only using like 40 seconds. So you're going Republican. I'm going Democrat. And, of course, next week on the show, we'll talk about this a little bit. I mean I don't want to go on in full detail unless there's something really exciting that I see on Tuesday night. I really don't. I, you know, I don't want this to be a political show. And, no, and I don't either. The last, but The last couple episodes, we got political just because it was – you have it's to. It's the season. Yeah. You have I mean, to. I mean, every it, show is. All the tech shows are. All the all the news shows are. All the comedy shows are. Um, if if something interesting happens, kind of like the 2000 election where we don't know who's going to be president for a month, we might talk about it. But we'll just come back and we'll compare the pair of scores with that. That ends this week's show without even saying the O word. That's Obama. <laughs> uh you broke the rules. Um, I broke the rules. I guess I have to end the show even earlier. Our website, AverageJoeShow.com. You can leave comments. You can see links to everything we talked about this week. You can – I don't know. You can look at our pictures, whatever the hell we put up there. Links to my site. Links to Ward's site. Uh, our email address is there. Also, email is talk at AverageJoeShow.com. Drop us an email. We will respond Maybe not right away, but we, when we have free time, we will respond to your emails. If you don't like something I said or <clears throat> Ward said, just drop us a line. Talk at AverageJoeShow.com. We don't discriminate. Are you, trying to, are you trying to imply that I incite people to, to write bad things? I, <clears throat> no. I was just clearing my throat when I said <clears throat> Ward. So, <laughs> um, my site is CoreyCharette.com. I, I, I do my little blog thing there. Nothing much exciting. Uh, hopefully I'll have a Halloween post up about my exciting adventures for Halloween tonight, which really wasn't that exciting. And watch, look at pictures of my pissy little kid. <laughs> uh, he took a nap apparently before Halloween. 
and he woke up and he wasn't in a good mood. Anyway, I want to thank Ward, Mr. Ward Miller, for being here tonight. Don't forget to go to the website, restaurantfoodfast.com. Uh, this Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, uh, is the episode, right? 10, 10 a.m. is the release time for the episode? It, it's supposed to be, yeah. It'll probably be out before this show. I think this, this show comes out Sunday afternoon. Ward will actually be on camera. He's going to be the punching bag, essentially. Yes, pretty much. Which I thought I think it's a great idea. He's gonna you're gonna be the one that stands there. You ask the questions. You're gonna be you're gonna be the, like 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 me. You're gonna be the one going. I, I got a question. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Could you explain it to me? Yeah, pretty much. Which I I, I I'm honestly I'm really excited to see this episode after last week's episode. I can see how how you being on the show is gonna make it a hell of a lot better. I mean it's a it's a great <laughs> show. It, no, it's a shitty show, guys. No, it's a it's a great show. But I can see where. He's kind of talking over my head a little bit because you know he's got the knowledge, and I'm like, I, I just know how to throw food in a pan and cook it. I don't know anything else. Well, yeah, that's pretty much the way I am. I'm I'm a tech guy. I'm a you know I'm right. a Uber geek, and that's that was the pretty much the premise of doing the show. Is I said, well, you know, he called me up and says I'd like to do a cooking show, and before the Average Joe show, I had a podcast called STFU. And for anybody who knows what the internet is, they know exactly what that acronym stands for. <laughs> and we did kind of the same stuff that we do on the Average Joe show, except I did it with the same guy that that I that does the average that does uh, restaurant food fast. And we decided that uh, you know we'd done a couple, and we just faded out on it. You know, it got to we didn't have time. It was you know it it, it got very intrusive. Right. To try and keep up with it. And so we quit, and then he called me back and says, I want to do another podcast, teach people how to cook. And I said, hmm, that sounds interesting. He said, and I want to do a video. Hmm, that sounds more interesting. And then once we start to shoot it, it was like, well, let's get another camera, and let's get another camera, and let's get another camera. And so right now we're shooting with three cameras in you know, in his kitchen. So when we come in and set up, it's it's a major undertaking. It's pretty funny to watch us convert his kitchen from you know what it is to our you know what we're shooting with. It's ridiculous, but it, it is fun. We both enjoy it, and uh, we hope that that everybody out there you know who checks us out will enjoy it too. Well, like I said, it's a great show. It's at restaurantfoodfast.com. Please check it out. Like I said, there's new episodes that come out every. Pretty much every Sunday, unless you're on vacation or you got something planned. But you try to get an episode out every Sunday, right? Yes, and even if we go on vacation or whatever, I I will shoot uh, episodes beforehand. So if I know I'm going to be gone for three weeks, we'll shoot three episodes in a day. So make sure make sure you go to the website. Check out Ward this week. He's going to be up there. He's going to be helping out. Uh, I hope I hopefully you won't burn yourself or cause any fires in the kitchen at all. Uh, you have to watch the episode to see. <laughs> no, so make sure you download it. Uh, they got links to download on every device imaginable, every program online. Uh, also, want to thank you, Ward, for being here tonight. It was a nice short show we did. Yes, it was. It's, it's very odd. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, I want to remind everyone once again: averagejoeshow.com is our website. We have uh, download buttons for you to download an episode directly. Download to your iPod, your Zune, or any other MP3 catcher player program you got we got links to everything we mentioned in today's show and all the previous shows are also available on there if you want to listen to them uh talk at averagejoeshow.com is our email address 
drop us a line, leave us a comment on the site. And that's it for episode number 11. We're wrapping it up nice, short, sweet, and very little political. Until next time, we hope you have a good one. Hope to see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bow, 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 bow,